everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 642 titled, There's a Share Button. This is a show about Xbox gaming and anything else we want to talk about. I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, and apparently I don't know what a share button is or where it is. And with me, as always, I got my two good buds that want to make fun of me for not knowing that the controller has a share button. First is Mark. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is Mark, also known as Wingman709. And Rob, if you would play games on occasion, you might know there's a button. I don't use that share controller. Button. There's no share <laughs> button on the Elite. True. <laughs> and then there's my good buddy, Mr. Brun. Yep. BJ Swick 33. And I would like to say, Rob, I don't know if you heard, but I also said there's a share button. So we were in the same. We were oh, on the same. We, yeah. We we're on the same page because. I was like, I use my mouse and keyboard. Like, I don't use the. Yeah, exactly. I knew I knew there was, but it's like I never really even paid attention to it because I really don't yeah. use my controller that much. See, I remember the PlayStation had it. That was like a big deal with what it was. What was that? PS4. Whatever no, controller and, had it, Dual Shock and current. DualShock, their current one does too. Dual Shock. Yeah, yeah. Because you didn't know Microsoft stole that off Sony. Sony invented the share button. I vaguely remember it when the Series X was coming out, but I could care less. Yeah. They invented it. Yeah. And the internet. Yes. And real quick, before we get on with the show, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. And also real quick to note the TXL Game Pass Game of the Month for February, because there is that R in there, uh, is 2022, is Hitman 3 out on Game Pass recently. All right, let's uh, get on with what we've been talking or what we've been playing, whatever, whatever the segment's called. Play sound here. Or not. I got it. I got it. A little <laughs> slow and uptake there. Yeah, this week I did not do any gaming in what, the last three days since our last show. Um, well, you certainly haven't shared any game content, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, using that yeah. share button. Zing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How about you, Mark? What, do you, what have you been playing? Um, so I've been playing, um, again, a lot of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I really love this game. <laughs> I, I've beat the campaign. I think I've got 50 hours in this game. I, I just can't put it down. Like I don't even want to go to sleep at night. I just want to keep playing this game. I'm having so much fun. So right now, I'm just kind of running around doing, like I said before, there's just so many different things to do in this game. So I'm working on the like side missions faction missions and then like all the weapon blueprint blueprint collectible type of stuff um and i'm just kind of running all around i haven't started the main missions in episodes two or three yet i kind of want to do everything else then go into just the main missions for episode two and episode three um so that's kind of what i'm trying to do but man this it seems like this game is never ending there's there is so much to do and even with 50 hours, I still haven't like discovered the entire map 
or all the places. It's just, as there's so much here. Um, but I love the the combat, the gameplay, the tools. The, the guns are great. I'm just absolutely loving the game. Um, I also played some more Dying Light 2. And uh, I don't know. I'm 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 struggling with this one. Now, I'm a huge, huge fan of Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide. In fact, I think I've played those games, both games completely through probably three times um at least and i absolutely love them and i i know that i played dying light but i remember not being a huge fan of it even though it was it it's like it was kind of like dead island but with parkour it and it has nothing to do with the parkour i'm not a huge fan of it um just because it's like, especially when you're in a race, I mean, it's kind of neat. Like the idea is neat. Um, but if you're trying to figure out where to go and yes, you, once you do, you do pick up on there's things in the game world, you know, to kind of, kind of, you know, like the little yellow strips, you know, or you'll see yellow paint, right. You know, that you can jump on those or, you know, there's, there's indicators and stuff that they've done throughout, throughout the world to help you with that. But you're being chased down. It's just like, it's just like super stressful. It's like, you got to parkour correctly or you're going to get killed. And cause they're right. The zombies are right on your tail, but, um, it, it, even the combat was different than dead Island. Like there was just something about the dead Island, just the way that game played. I absolutely loved it. Dying light, the way it's starting off. Um, first of all, I hate that they got Nolan North doing the voice because I feel like it's Nathan Drake in dying light. It's like every time he talks, it's just like, it completely takes me out of the game. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. What am I in an uncharted game? Um, it's, it's like they should have just got anybody else. I mean, he's supposed to be so good, but his voice is so recognizable that it's like, it's just, I, I think I, I hear, uh, Nathan Drake, you know, uh, from Uncharted, which just is weird. And I just, I don't know, don't, don't really care for it in this game. And then just the way it's starting out is really strange. It's, um, I, it, it's just kind of weird. The story so far, it's like, I'm not sure what's really happening. And it's, it's just kind of a little bizarre. Um, so and it's not a spoiler because it happens right away, but essentially, you know, you get bit very early, very early. <laughs> um, and it's like something's happening to you and you don't, you don't understand what's going on. And some people want to kill you and others will help you. And it's just, it's just, it's really strange. Um, the game world looks good, but it's, um, it's also very brown. I would say brown and orange, like a lot of yellow, orange, and browns. Maybe um, it seems like that's their palette. So it it really everything always looks like it's in sunset time frame, um, which I think is really odd. But I don't know. It's uh, I'll, I'm going to keep playing um, if I can ever get off a breakpoint. I'm just so hooked on that. But how about you, Bron? Uh, pretty much the same. I've only 
had a couple nights of gaming, been pretty busy, but uh, Tarkov, of course, and some Hitman. So that's that's it for me. Pretty simple. Very nice, very nice. Uh, real quick before we get going with the rest of the stuff, if um, you consume this show on iTunes or any other platform that has reviews, give us a review. On there, if you could, uh, that's a great way to support the show. Helps grow the community, helps more people find out about the show. We would greatly appreciate it. And we also have a Facebook group called This Xbox Life of all names. If you're not a member, just uh, search it up. Ask to ask to join. There's two simple questions that you need to answer. Just answer them, and we'll let you right in. Also, we have a Discord server. You can get to it by going to Discord thisxboxlife.com and on our website also you can leave us a voicemail there's a little widget on the right hand side of the screen to uh, do a quick recording and it'll send it over to us it's limited to 90 seconds so you can do multiples if you want or you can just send us an mp3 recording at to contact at this xbox life and this week we've got a voicemail from catflap Good morning, gentlemen. Kathlap here. Um, responding to your uh, question, Wingman, the end of Far Cry 6, 5, whatever it was. Um, yes. I don't want to spoil the end for anyone, but there was very little interaction on my character's part. I wasn't overly pleased with the way they ended it. I believe it could have been ended better. Um, yes. It really was a case of looking in the window of what was happening and having no ability to change that outcome. Not a very well-rounded end. But nevertheless, it was a good game, but the end was absolutely not very good. So, Dying Light 2, I, um, I'm going to put Red Dead 2, patting horses on hold, and dive into Dying Light 2. Looks a good game. I put hundreds of hours into the last one. I hope this one is just as good, to be honest. Um, fingers crossed. I shall let you know how I get on. I'll probably buy the Super Duper package, because I want the DLCs. As always, gentlemen, hope you're all safe and the community is well. And thank you for doing the show. Well, thanks, Cat Flap. And I'm glad to hear that he had the same opinion of the ending of Far Cry 6 as I did. So, no. Okay. And I know he's playing Dying Light, so maybe him and I can uh, game as co op. It does. You don't. Like only the host, I guess, I guess gets to progress the story, you know, so, you know, it's one of those ones where, yeah, the person tagging along is pretty much, you know, what's in it for them. I really don't like when game like I know games have that and it, it kind of was that way in the past. But like, man, you know, it's 2022. We've had games where it doesn't do that. So it's kind of hard to kind of fall back on <laughs> But I can't well, imagine, as a developer, I can't imagine the amount of work and stuff on a game of this size, though. So I kind of, I, I understand, but it's like, oh, man, it's a little bit of a bummer, I should say. Well, they get, I would imagine you still get XP and the loot and all that stuff. 
Uh, yes. Yeah. It just doesn't. So it's just, it's just the story because, you know, they're probably warning you, Hey, this, you're ahead of where you are. Right. So it, 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 yeah, it probably doesn't like you're almost joining someone else's game. So it, it keeps your game on pause. Yeah. It'd be nice if you could, like, if two people are starting together that, your story goes along, but if, if, right. if that happens, like I've done that in the past and it's just like, all right, we're going to co-op. Someone's going to host. They always host it. All right. And yeah, I'm waiting for them, you know, that type of thing. So, or they're waiting for me because I'm hosting it and it just, they just go through with you on the whole story. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird if it doesn't unlock that story progression on their side. Cause then it's like, they have to do it again. And I wonder if you still get achievements. Cause sometimes only the host gets the achievements. And yeah, that sure. really stinks, I think, in a co-op game. So hopefully that's not the case. Yeah, I like I, li- I kind of like the ones that you know, you know, you're starting a thing and like, okay, I'm in chapter two and you're in chapter one. Then I'll be like, okay, well, let's let me you you host and I'll come to you. But once you hit chapter two, where I'm at, then both of us are in sync and you know, progression yeah. is progression. I kind of like you know when games do that, but of course, some of those are just like Halo. You know, it's a linear you know, linear, you know, single player game, not like this big, massive game where you have, you know, XP and unlocks and, you know, getting points and stuff. But it it would be kind of weird. Like if, if you did play the whole game through with somebody else, suddenly, you know, you're level 100 and you're starting the game back to square one. And it's like, (laughs) you know, just trashing everybody. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) But, Okay, we also got an email from Tim who wrote in, Hey all, love the show. Uh, My question is this. Now that Xbox owns multiple characters such as Spyro and Crash, as well as Master Chief, Marcus Phoenix, etc., I would love to see them release a Mario Kart-style racer or a Mario Party-style game. Nintendo has made tons of money off these styles of games, and I think Xbox could as well. What, What do you guys think? Could they? Well, uh, well with this? No, I, yeah, they could definitely do it, but could they actually do something like this? Meaning, like, would they? I think they would be better off just putting their characters in Mario Kart and licensing the characters. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I like, think Master, I guess... Chief, like Master Chief is in that one fighting game, isn't he? Uh, um, Super Smash Brothers. I think so. I just think when when I think a Mario Kart, I don't. I mean, there's Mario Kart. Is there is there anything better than my? I guess there's cra- like was there Crash? Crash Bandicoot has does it have a kart racer? Crash has one. Yeah, he yeah. has a kart racer. So I just I, mean, yeah. I don't think of the Xbox as that. You know, that type of game fits. I think on the Nintendo. Same. You know. It seems like the Xbox and the PlayStation are, and I hate to even say it, but I feel like, and I'm probably using the wrong words, but I feel like the PlayStation and the Xbox are more of a, like an adult oriented console where the Nintendo's more oriented toward younger audiences. If, you know, and and that's not a hit. That's not a hit on Nintendo. I, I don't 
So I don't mean that to go that way, but you know, a lot of their stuff I think is where my kids would enjoy it more than I would. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard. Cause you know, like I see, I see uh, the Xbox as a, as you know, it's like the first, first person shooter, like, you know, type box with, you know, multi, multi genre type machine. And I see the PlayStation as, the you know first party third person adventure machine because that's what they do best and then nintendo is just like well nintendo just does what nintendo does best you know what i mean like they have a couple there they got the platformer they got the 3d platformer they got zelda and they got mario kart you know and they got smash right you know i mean they just do what they do and i've always had this thing like i like nintendo i have nothing Nothing wrong with the Nintendo. Right. Even the last couple of weeks, it's kind of funny with all these bickerings between console wars and you know Xbox this and PlayStation that. Like Nintendo just gets away with murder. I mean, they just had a Nintendo Direct, and that like the big news is like we're having paid DLC for Mario Kart Eight, and Mario Kart Eight is how old? You couldn't come out with Mario Kart Nine. <laughs> it's like, you know, like when did Mario Kart Eight come out? Do you know? Like, because it's Mario. It was Mario Kart. Uh, Kart. It was Mario Kart Eight, and then it was Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, and then now it's, you know, now there's like DLC for it or something like that. No, that's like the huge news. Like, I feel like April, April 2017. I'm sorry. No, May of 2014. Okay. The Deluxe came out in 2017. <laughs> right. So, and, and Nintendo's always done this. Like, they constantly, and, and Sony, every system's done this, I guess, to a point. But Nintendo does it, I think, the worst, and they get praised for it, which is yeah. sell me the same game. Like, not like, give me another Mario. It's literally you're giving me the same Mario game. You know, like Zelda, the new Zelda coming out, like my daughter's super pumped. Like she beat the first one a billion times, you know, and she's waiting for the next one. At least there's going to be a next one and it's not going to be like, oh, it's the remake, you know, type thing. And you got Sony doing the Last of Us remastered remake. You know, they're they're remaking the Last of Us for the third time the third console in a row and it's like well how many times are you going to sell the same thing and i guess it's as long as people buy it i guess i mean i don't know but yeah i don't know when i when i think when i think mario kart or kart racers i always think that like i don't really think of anybody else so i would say heck license those license those puppies you know license those things out you know because if people are this excited over Mario Kart 8 DLC paid DLC. It's like 40 new tracks. I mean, it's a lot of DLC. Like they could have made a new game and called it something different, but then, you know, maybe it's like, well, it's just an add on. I mean, maybe they're doing it right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I didn't keep up with it. I guess. But yeah, well, it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be successful either. I mean, no, yeah. it will be. It's, it's going to be. I, I don't think the three of us are into it. Like, I know my youngest son would 
love it. I'm trying to remember there was a there was that game. It was called Joyride. I think it was Joyride. Mm-hmm. And it originally was a Connect game, and then they kind of stripped out the Connect, right, and just made it a controller based game. And my like my youngest son would love to. He loved to play that. You know, so I mean, there there is an audience. I just <clears throat> I don't think of. I just is again. I don't think of Xbox as that type of game. Right. So I mean, it would be. I I can see them putting them into like the next Mortal Kombat. You know, I think that would be or not Mortal Kombat, but Killer Instinct. If they continue Killer Instinct, I can see their characters going in there because they own that title. Um, I mean, it doesn't hurt them to to develop a kart racer. I, I they've got a lot of characters, like like Tim said, um, and maybe maybe they will. Because they do need, I think it would help to broaden their library and putting more kid-friendly stuff on Game Pass, again, might be a way of, like, getting parents, you know, if it's their kids that are doing it, oh, hey, instead of buying these, I can just pay 10 bucks a month and my kid can have access to all these games, then they'll stop bugging me to buy them something, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's not a bad idea. That's true. I mean, they got plenty of studios to... (laughs) They can put one of them on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they own, what, two or three now? I mean, yeah, should a couple, be able to pull a couple. It It's just they don't have any games. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's terrible. And, and and like I said, I haven't kept up with, with, with Nintendo and stuff, but it, it seems like Nintendo, both Nintendo and Sony, it's kind of been... It's just... I feel like it's been crickets for way too long. Like I know this, like yeah. this coming week, I guess it's supposed to be like the best week in gaming ever, you know, because some games are coming out finally. I know it's like kind of the big first releases of the year, which is kind of nice. I feel like we've been <laughs> kind of in that slump from, you know, holiday last year up until, you know, now there's Halo. Like, you know, we had, what do you mean six weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's uh, yeah. It's just crazy. Like you know, Halo was released and and stuff, but it seems like I don't know the the what, what what's going on. But then you know, like I said, Mike or Nintendo had their direct, and it's like I feel like I haven't heard anything from them. In it has been very years. quiet for Sony and Nintendo. It seems yeah for like the whole past year. It's like Xbox has dominated the conversation, right? And I think it's funny that. Sony, you finally hear something about Sony last week, and it's like, hey, we've we've acquired Destiny. Well, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, you just gave them a lot of money and got, you basically got a partnership with them because you did not acquire them. They're still independent somehow. <laughs> like, you know, so it's like even their quote big news really was a nothing burger. Um, it, oh, it's got- just. Yeah. What horizons is that? When is that? That's coming out Friday, soon, right? Next, next Friday, okay. a week from tomorrow. Yeah, so, that and Elden yeah, Ring. They're, they're going to be dominant. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot about that then over the next week or so. That should be an amazing game. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be nines. Cool. It'll be nines and tens, I bet. I mean, yeah, pro- I, I would imagine. Yeah. Like yeah. The, it looks phenomenal. The, the only thing I'd have to say about that game, and I've actually asked because, you know, I've played the first one, I have a PS4. They have yet to show any gameplay on base PS4. 
They've shown it on PS5, and they've shown gameplay on PS4 Pro. They have yet to show it on base PS4, and you can preload it tomorrow. I'm assuming it's going to work, but I almost kind of feel like, you know, is this was this thing built for base PS4 and, you know, some things added for PS5? You know what I mean? Like, because they have to do this. I, dual. I would think so. I would this think game's so too. been in development for how long? Forever. Or five years? Yeah, something like that. So it had to originate on the PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, you don't want to run into a cyberpunk issue. You know, that's what I'm wondering. It's, it's, it didn't even run on the system it was supposedly developed for. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is, is I don't like, and, and I'm sure it'll come out in reviews, but, but the thing is, is like, you know, IGN comes out and like, you know, let's say they give them a nine, like, oh, we give this a nine. And then you go and you read the review and it'll say like reviewed on PS5. And then it's like, well, did you plug in a PS4 Pro? Did you plug in a PS4? Is the nine only for PS5? Is it for both? You know, it's like, I'm sure they'll do their due diligence, you know, and stuff like that. But it's just, you know, I'm hesitant on buying games like now. You know, with just things like Battlefield. I mean, these games are released broken all the time. Um, and I don't think this one will. I mean, but it's just, I'm a little skeptical, I guess. Oh, I'll just wait and see. I'm sure we'll find out. But yeah, that's yeah, coming I, up. Sony doesn't seem to have, for their, it seems like Sony's got a really good track record with yes. their games. Yes, they do. Their first party stuff seems to, release in great condition oh yeah yep so yeah. and it's it's yeah i i think i'm with you i think this is gonna launch it's gonna be you know very high marks and it's gonna be good game so yeah Agreed. and that's great i mean the playstation crowd needs that they need some they need something new to play yep so i'm glad they they get that i i own the game on on ps4 and on pc the first one and I saw, you know, there's it's speculation, but they're like, when do when do you think we'll get to have the second one on PS or on on PC? And they're like three or four years from now. <laughs> and I'm like, as like, okay, you know, like dumb decision. Whoever's making well, that, Jim decision. Ryan. Jim Ryan said last week that you know, multi platform is their yeah. future roadmap. I I think it's going to be a part of Spartacus or the Spartacus thing. I, I think that's I why think they. So too. I think that's where they're going to put their first party games, and and if they do, even if they don't release day and date, I think they're going to come shortly after, thirty, sixty, ninety days after they're going to they're going to show up on there because yeah, you, you know you're, it, God of War and 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 Horizon sold great on PC, but of course they had to sell them at like forty dollars. You're not selling them at seventy dollars because you can't sell a four-year-old game that everybody knows the ending to because they've either played it on PlayStation or watched it on Twitch. You can't sell that to the PC group at $70. So you either you need to come pretty close to a release date if you want to sell it for the full price, which I, I people should pay full price for a game. I, I'm sorry. I digress. But, yeah. But cool. Okay. Uh, one thing I wanted to add uh, real quick about what uh, Tim mentioned is these like 
That's a good way to put it. These like um, cutesy games, kind of, you know, like the Mario Kart style or some of the others. Casual? Yeah, I guess. They tried that with the Kinect games, and those didn't do very well on the platform. Well, they're gimm- uh, maybe, they were gimmicks. Kinect yeah. But, but still, like some of those, I think you could actually play. Well, like, uh, wasn't there like Connectimals or something? Then Kingdom of Kelflings and stuff. And Oh, Kingdom of Kelflings is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It, there, there's, there's plenty of things they can do. And like, even, you know, you're saying if, if they do a cart, they, where companies get in trouble, I think, is when they take something like Mario Kart, you know, which has a recipe that's extremely successful and they're like, well, we don't want to make it too much like Mario Kart. So we're going to put our own spin on it. And that's where you've already failed. Like, why do you need a spin on something that is, you know, (laughs) already awesome? (laughs) Like, no, just make your own game with your own IP people in there and and make a cart racer. Uh, but it, I mean, yeah, cutesy games, or they yeah. could do something with it. I've got the answer to this. Oh boy! Here's what. So, Phil, I hope you're listening, because this is the billion dollar idea right here. So, and Tim and I need to get um, some uh, some love in the way of cha-ching thrown our way, Phil. <laughs> Blur two. Yes. You uh. take Blur two. The gameplay from Blur, and you turn that into a kart racer with these characters. Hmm. So you have like Marcus, like an oversized Marcus Phoenix in his war. I'm not Marcus Phoenix, Master Chief in the Warthog. You know, Marcus can be in, I don't know, whatever's in gears, whatever, you know, but like their heads are sticking out of everything. (laughs) You (laughs) You put everybody in their vehicle, but it plays. Like Blur, because <laughs> yeah. essentially Blur was a kart racer in a way, because it had the power ups and mm-hmm. you know the different things, just like a kart racer does. So, and Blur was awesome. Yeah. So there you go. That's my solution. Blur two, the kart racer. <laughs> it, it's it's so funny. It's like Marcus Phoenix wouldn't have to be blown up. He'd just be his normal size because he's already like in his gear and stuff. He's already gigantic, even though like, even though master chief <laughs> is bigger than Marcus Phoenix, um, <laughs> like massively bigger than Marcus Phoenix. Cause then like master chief, like, like seven, eight or something like that. It's supposed to be, but we'll find out in what March, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that when the TV show comes out? Yes. Uh, oh, and also, March is going to be good because the Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi show comes out in March as well. On all Plus. that, all that. So, all right, okay. <laughs> you ready for me, Rob? Play that sound. So I heard a rumor on the interwebs, guys, that Microsoft was uh, going to make every Activision Blizzard game exclusive. Is is that right? Is it 
did you guys hear anything different? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I well. believe that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but right now that the the marketing or the pre-regulation investigation <laughs> or whatever it is, um, they're being a, they're wanting to bring it to everything. So Activision Blizzard came up again. Um, what day was this? Uh, yesterday, actually. So February 9th, this story broke. And Microsoft's president and vice chair, Brad Smith, said the following, and he said this on the Microsoft website. He said, first, some commentators have asked whether we will continue to make popular content like Activision's Call of Duty available on competing platforms like Sony's PlayStation. The obvious concern is that Microsoft could make this title available exclusively on the console, undermining opportunities for Sony PlayStation users. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. We are also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful platform. We believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for our business. So right now, Microsoft is stating that at least with Activision Blizzard, they're planning to stay multi-platform and even would like to expand to other platforms with Activision Blizzard. Now, personally, I, I still don't know. T- to me, you don't spend that kind of money to keep the status quo. And I don't think you spend that kind of money to now make the money that PlayStation is seeing off Call of Duty to get a portion of that. I don't think you're going to get enough back. You know, um, mm. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. That's, we're talking about $70 billion. I, I, yeah. I, I think, I think when you're look, when you compare things like um, Skyrim or whatever, you know, Skyrim goes and sells 15 million copies, you know, and, and it's been seven or eight years since Skyrim's been out, you know, like, it, you don't make those every year and, and you know those ones there it's like well yeah you make those exclusive like you try to take that thing that doesn't sell that much it sells a lot it sells a lot you know to kind of boost your product that you're doing which we all know is game pass now that's that's where they're trying to drive it but the thing is is you know yes you don't spend that much money to not do something like that but then also when you look at this game it is the top selling game on PlayStation and it is every year. So all the talk about PlayStation saying they got, you know, like their first party games, which we talked earlier, they're awesome. You know, their, their best selling first you know game was God of War. It sold like 25 million, but call of duty sells more. So unless you plan on selling 
four times as many Xboxes, you know, as you have right now <laughs> and selling that many copies of Call of Duty, which you're not going to sell on Xbox because you're putting it in Game Pass. So let's say if you don't plan on boosting your numbers or whatever, you might as well make it. It's the same thing I was saying about Sony not putting the game on PC. Like you might as well put it there to make that money. So I can see where it's in. And Phil Spencer said it before. It's based on they're going to pick and choose the ones they're going to do that with. And this one here, they just feel like it's best to do that. Now, I agree with you. Like what they're saying here is they're saying Call of Duty and all the future Call of Duties. But we talked about earlier last week or the week before all this wordsmithing that they do. Right. So I'm going to read this. Read. I'm going to just recap what you just said, though. <laughs> First commentators ask uh, active, uh, Call of Duty available on competing platforms. The obvious concern is that Microsoft could make uh, this title available uh, exclusively on Xbox console, underbinding, right? The PlayStation user. Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement with Activision, right? So it means the right. games that are currently on PlayStation will continue to be on PlayStation through the agreement, right? And any... And existing agreements such as this twenty November twenty twenty two's Call of Duty, yes, and November twenty twenty three's Call of Duty, yes, and my understanding is Warzone two, correct, is coming out in twenty twenty three. So, right, those three games are already they have agreements with Sony to launch yep. there. Yep. So those are the existing agreements that Microsoft is going to agree to. So those will be physical PlayStation Absolutely. releases. Yep. That I think that's very true in what's going to happen. Yeah. And so where then, the wordsmithing comes in is yeah the following. Yeah. So then to continue, right? And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement. And into the future. Right. So, so what's them? The games that are already released? Or the games that are also going to be in 2024, 2025, 2026? So see, here's... Is that what here's them the genius means? Yeah. Here's the genius of how you write and how you speak. Because, remember, Phil Spencer said it was our intent. Yeah. Our intent is to keep... Yeah, you have the intent. Doesn't mean, and and this could be, this can still be. We're gonna, we are going to make them available. Available how? Available via Game Pass. Sure, that could be true. So you know, even the few, so even saying, the new ones, yeah. Even they're the saying ones. we intended to do it. We are offering Sony. Say you bring Game Pass, and Call of Duty is going to be in it. Your game, your your so your customers who have PlayStation can still play Call of Duty. Yeah. So there's Microsoft is still doing exactly what they said. They're yep. still going to offer it, make it available. It'll be on to Sony to determine: Do they not want their customers to have access to Call of Duty? And that was the first thing I really thought of too, because like I said, I don't think they're wordsmithing the word as them as in like, well, only the ones you've bought. And then like, we're going to trick you. I really think it's like, well, yes. And future ones. And then when the future, I think it's all out, titles. Yeah. Diablo, well, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Overwatch 2. Yep. You know, I think those will probably like, oh, I don't know when Overwatch 2 ships. Yeah. That may go to Sony. Diablo 4 may go to Sony. Right. But depending on when they actually launch and what yeah. it, what their agreements are right now. But let's just say Diablo is so far out that it's not there yet. Right. Right. So maybe Diablo 4 doesn't. It comes to uh, Game Pass. Yeah, we don't know. Microsoft says, you can have it, Sony. Yeah. Put Game Pass on there because it's included. Yeah. So anybody that's a Game Pass player can play Diablo 4 on a PlayStation. And I mean, they may, they may splinter Game Pass. They may say, like, you know, Game Pass is, you have Game Pass everything, and then you have the Activision Blizzard Game Pass, which is just the Activision Blizzard games, you know, or, or stuff like that. But they may, they may keep I, their things I don't, behind I don't us. see that. That could be. There's okay. not. I don't. I don't. I don't think that would happen. Yeah. I don't think PlayStation people would mind if it was the entire Game Pass. To be honest, They're like Game Station or PlayStation and they could players. Play, yeah, they can play Forza. They can play while they continue to wait for Gran Turismo. They can play Forza Motorsport, Forza Horizon. They got. Yeah. They would have access to Halo and Gears. Yeah, dude. Sure. It's just like what we've talked about. I would love to have access to Uncharted and play God of War on my console and. You know, the, you know, even Horizon, yeah. I might even have replayed that if I could sit and play it on a, on my Xbox, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Now, the other thing is, that I said to you before too, is, is they may say, we, we know these things are coming to Game Pass. So the benefit of you being a Game Pass subscriber or an Xbox owner or play on PC or however it is, is you're going to get it a part of your subscription. You know, which is great. We, 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 that's how we want to buy. That's how I want to pl- buy my games and stuff and play my games. So that's the way I'm going to do it, which is going to be great. And let's say Sony's like, you know, Microsoft, we really don't want to do the Game Pass thing. Microsoft's like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll put it, you can put it on your store because the, the thing is too is the reason why Sony pushes for it is because they get 30% of everything that they purchase, which then goes in that whole article about, stores you know that microsoft is doing not xbox microsoft is doing with their xbox your microsoft store and all that stuff um these games might be a hundred dollars base product you know base price on playstation you want it well you're gonna pay for it and basically we're gonna upcharge you so we can subsidize the cost that I don't think so either. I don't think Phil Spencer's I, I, into that, but I'm just saying, hey, no, they, they could. <laughs> because there's there's another story kind of went along with this where, again, Brad Smith, president of Microsoft president, mm-hmm. was talking to CNBC interview saying that they also want, they've also stated they want to bring Call of Duty to the Nintendo Switch. Right. So they also want to bring other titles in the Activision Blizzard catalog, make them available on Nintendo, and he went, you know, Smith said that, you know, if you look at the 2014 acquisition of Minecraft developer, that's you know, true. Mojang, that's a clear indicator of what Microsoft hopes to achieve with the acquis- Activision Blizzard acquisition, namely invest even more into innovation, bring it to more people, bring it to more platforms, make it even more useful and hopefully delight, delight for uh, full for the people to use it. And one thing, you know, that Mojang Studios, I heard this the other day on another show. Like Microsoft bought that company for what? I think it was $6 billion. Something like that. 
I can't remember the what it it's way above that value. Oh, it's insane. It's the number one selling game ever. Ever. As far as I remember is Minecraft. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to find. Like it's, it's crazy. Like all the articles are saying they overpaid. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find uh, I I don't remember what, but the article I was like, it was just, you know, they bought it for like 6 billion. It's worth like 60 billion or 600 billion or something. I mean, it was just insane. Yeah. uh, What it's valued at now. So, you know, Microsoft has seen by taking a game and just kind of let it go everywhere. And maybe they're going to do that with call of duty. Sure. Maybe they will because they're, they can see that it's going to increase. Um, and especially if they do it, like, you know, maybe they take the mainline call of duties and stop pumping them out every year and, and let, let it, you know, maybe do like work. What is it called? War. What's their battle Warzone? royale style? Warzone. Warzone. Mm-hmm. You know, let that and keep that going like a like a Fortnite where you're doing seasons and updates there, but you maybe put a little more time into your mainline yeah. games. Yeah. You know, and m- maybe bring even more people back into it. I think they should definitely know? do that either. But no, I I I in in you know, deep down what I really hope is like it's just just like normal. It's just they own them now. I don't really want any. I don't want anything to change. I do want things to change. I want things. I want games to become more available to more people, regardless of what box you're playing or what controller you're holding. You know, and and, and some people say, well, then why does you know does Xbox even have to if they do that and put Game Pass on PlayStation, then why even make an Xbox anymore? And I was like, well, you want them to do that too because for one, they still have a better service than anything. Like Xbox Live is still best, is still better. Everything about it's better still. And the thing is, is you know, we don't want PlayStations to cost twelve hundred dollars. Like you, you need that competition. Like the only reason why the PlayStation is four ninety nine is because the Xbox Series X is four ninety. So you you want to make sure those two companies stick around. So. But no, I, I believe you. I, I, I really do think that they were literally just being like, yeah, it's just going to be out there. We're just going to, anytime those games come out, we're going to put them out there. So, and it would be cool if it was on Game Pass. I think, I think it would be just more subscriptions for them. So, so they bought, they bought the company for 2.5 billion. So they they paid 2.5 billion back in 2014. Right. I'm trying to find what they've it's sold, worth right now. And they've sold over 200 million copies of it. Number one game of all time is Tetris at 500 million copies, but I mean Yeah. Yeah, this article doesn't go this says let us have a net worth of Minecraft in 2022. I don't see them even talking about that. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, 
the net worth. Wait a minute. What did I say they paid? Two point five billion. Something like that. Yeah. According to this article, then it's the complete opposite of what I said. They're saying that it's estimated to be around one point seven billion. That doesn't uh, match with the same story that I heard the other day. Yeah, that's weird. Because I, yeah, I I gotta find because I I don't even know what this site is. I don't know if this is legit. This looks like it's from a wiki page. They've made over three point one two billion in revenue in the last ten years. Who Microsoft? Yeah. So yeah, so they're they're making money. They've they've right. They're turning a profit. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my yeah, they bought it by paying two point five. They've made three point one. So they've made the money back. But they're saying that the uh the total valuation of more than a billion dollars. So it's 1.7 billion is what their evaluation right now. Now, of course that's all based off of, I mean, you've already sold 200 million copies of it. So how many more copies can you sell? So it's kind of <laughs> what their evaluation, I think evaluations going off of, um, yeah. but they've been playing it. There's 166 million players in a, in the month of August, 2021. So, I mean, I just watched people stream it a couple of days ago. Tim and them were playing it like yesterday or something. So, but it's it it kind of makes you, I guess, give hope to if you're a single platform gamer, then you know this. The, if you look at the Minecraft thing, you know Call of Duty is huge too, just like Minecraft was. It my you know Microsoft has seen profit in keeping it everywhere. Yeah. And I think you can get Minecraft Dungeons. Yes. I think they're that's also multi-platform as well, right? It is. Yep. Correct. So that was a new a new game on a, you know, that wasn't they could have said, no, we're gonna make this exclusive, and they didn't. Yep. So it, it I mean, none of us know. I mean, everybody's yeah. speculating. Only Microsoft knows what they want to do. And right. the thing is, is things can change. So what they're that's also another part of it is they may intend to do this and maybe their goal is to provide it through game pass. Maybe their goal is to, you know, keep it as is, you know, who knows what their goal is, but things can change based on what Sony does as well. Yeah. I I mean, the ball is kind of in their court. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to, you know, Microsoft's coming out looking you know, super nice right now. It just like Sony was looking super nice last week when they talked about whatever it is with, with Bungie, they're like, ah, oh, it's going to stay multi-platform. It's like, Hey, you know, look at Sony buys somebody and, or puts money into somebody and they're letting it be multi-platform. How about you, Microsoft? And then Microsoft comes out and says this. And I was like, okay, back in, you know, back in your court. So it, it is, it's like a competition thing. You never know. Those guys might be going out to dinner discussing how they're going to change the, the gaming world, you know, and, and like you said, some of these people go out and they have enough money to buy one console and they pick one. And you're literally telling these people like they can't play every game. They can only pit play 
certain ones. And it's, it is, it's a bummer. If you really think about it, that's kind of, it's sad if you think about it. Well, I thought, I think it's interesting that Jim Ryan was saying multi-plat is their future. Yeah. And if, if, you know, Microsoft is kind of going the same route, then, I mean, to me, that excites me that we could potentially see a future of no more exclusivity. Yeah. Where you can just play the game you want. Right. You know, and, and I think why, why can't we do that with games? Like, you know, TV shows, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter what TV brand I buy. I can watch NBC, ABC, Fox, whatever. I can watch what I want. Right. I pay for the service that gives me access to the content that I want. Mm-hmm. Same with music. It doesn't matter if you buy an iPod or you listen on an Android or an iPhone or you're listening streaming through your computer or you know whatever. It doesn't matter. You pay somebody for the rights to the content you want. Right. And why is the video game industry like the only place where it's like, nope, if you want our content, you have to buy our box. Can you imagine if TVs were like that? Oh, it'd be terrible. It would be. Yeah. You'd have to have an NBC television and a Fox television and or you'd, you'd be one TV and you can only watch one station. I mean, that's so first, you know, if like we've talked about, I would love to see. You know, even if, you know, a a Sony app or even, and I could see Microsoft just saying, Sony, Nintendo, throw your crap in here. It's $10, you know, then, then I could see you splitting it. Here's Game Pass. You know, they either come up with their own or they just throw their stuff on Microsoft. And do you want the PS Game Pass, the Xbox Game Pass, the Nintendo Game Pass, or do you want it all? Yeah. You pay $10 a month per brand or you pay $30 for everybody. Yeah. And and everybody gets their, everybody gets their 10 bucks, right? Yeah. But the gamer can play, I can play Nintendo games. I can play Mario Kart on my Xbox if I wanted through the Game Pass app. It's just, you know, that to me is what gamers want. Let me just play the games. That's all we care about. Right. The whole and, wars and the content or console wars are stupid. Yeah. And I don't, and, and, you know, and then at that point, you can just go pick what console. I've said this before, like, it's like that really brings out the competition and actually, well, okay, now if you want to make money on the box as well, because, you know, software is where the money's at, right? You know, you either yep. sell your console at a loss. I mean, you got all the manufacturing and stuff you have to deal with. You sell them at a loss. At that point in time, it's like, well, if you're worried about pushing and selling a console as well, and you want to make revenue out of that, you better make the best console. You better put the most bells and whistles. You better make a competitive price. You better have the best online service. So like if games were just anywhere you want it to be, like, are you going to go out and buy the most powerful box? The one that runs the games better, that look better? Or, you know, you can't really rely on that crutch of like, well, you can only get these games on this box, so you have to buy this one, even though it's not right. the most powerful box. I mean, I remember last generation P3 
people saying the most powerful box mattered. And then for some reason for this generation, the most powerful box doesn't matter. But really, <laughs> but really, if every game could be played on any box, it would matter. And I tell you, if I'm going to spend $500 and they're both $500, I'm going to buy the best one. Not the second best one for the same amount of money. Right. Just think about that. That's that's the other thing that that drives that drives, you know, design and innovation. And, you know, you're you're like, look at the hard drive in the in the PlayStation like they they made that new hard drive and stuff and look at their controller, their adaptive, you know, the controller that they have. But then yet they don't have the most powerful console by like a third. It's like third less, you know, less powerful or whatever it is. And and what was the game Dying Light Two or whatever looks looks and plays better on Xbox. So it's like you know. Well, Rob, all the all the years that you you worked at Circuit City, you sold a probably a crap ton of computers with Windows on them. How many Microsoft branded computers did you sell? All of them. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> how many let me rephrase that no, i I know what you're saying and I'm how like, many microsoft aren't all of them microsoft hardware computers? no the nah, hardware no nah. actually I, I know where you're going with this and they actually did have microsoft signature i think they actually did have i, I want to say either their own systems or they were just like certified or something like that and that didn't last very long yeah, it's probably because they but, weren't the best. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. Yeah. There's there's nothing better than but trying they to were do a something software and passing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't make PCs up until yeah. you know a couple of years ago when they got into it. But they were always a software company. Right? Mm-hmm. And they are a trillion dollar company today. Yep. I mean, they started out as because it's all software and now it's services and now they make hardware. They do make PCs, but Sony used to make PCs. They were called Vios. Oh, yeah. And they got out of the business. They they, they weren't that good. Those computers weren't that great. They, they, they weren't good. They were, they were big in corporate, the corporate world. And that's just because they really fired off, off of the like mainframe. Like, Hey, you have a, you know, a, or that's IBM, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Sony. Okay. Yeah. Sony Vio. Yeah. Sony I'm thinking, the sorry. Bio. I'm thinking yeah. think they were like a, they were like, like an IBM. Light purple in color. Yeah. They were they back were when everything else was beige. <laughs> so, yeah. but you know, it's where Sony's always been about a product, TVs, stereos, Walkmans, you know, they make hardware. Oh, that's what they've consumers. always made. You know, Microsoft is always been a software company. So to see that, you know, you look at the future of these two companies, it really is in the software and the, and the services. And Microsoft is in a better position for that. It's their bread and butter. It's not for Sony. Yes, they're making improvements on their OS and stuff, but it's still still not their bread and butter. They're get they're doing their cloud infrastructure on Microsoft Azure, you know. So their their cloud gaming is going to be coming from the same place that us Xbox gamers are doing our cloud gaming on Xbox, Microsoft Azure servers. So 
just let us play the games we want to play where we want to play them. And that's Phil's goal. That's what they want. So maybe, maybe we're going to see this finally come to play across the board. And I think Sony fanboys, Xbox fanboys, Nintendo fanboys, I think at the end of the day, we're all going to be happy because <laughs> it, it just opens up the world of a lot more games for all of us. So. Oh, I'd be happy. I know I would. But I may have, I tried to get Rob in the conversation that I'm, maybe I'm, we may I'm have bored shut of back this, down. I'm bored of this topic. I mean, we've talked about this for like 30 minutes already. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Jeez. Okay, Rob, do you want to buy uh, the Lord rights to the Lord of the Rings? Don't care. <laughs> well, they're up for sale. So <laughs> can you get that Maybe. cool Hobbit house? That, Sony, Sony. Well, this, this could be, this could be interesting because the, the rights to the, the film and gaming rights for Lord of the Rings are up for grabs right now. And it's their their projected value is at two billion dollars. Now, I could see I don't I don't necessarily see Microsoft putting that kind of money into a single IP. Um, we we saw Sony do that just recently, but I could see Sony doing this because Sony's big into the movie industry, and this would give them an IP as well. Like to me, this would make some sense for Sony to pick up the Lord of the Rings franchise. Um, also they were talking about Amazon is making a TV show yep. based on Lord of the Rings and they were, they're, they're launching and getting into gaming. So possibly Amazon could be interested in buying the rights to this and securing that IP for their platform. Um, so as we, we were just talking about opening it up and sharing now we possibly could see Lord of the Rings go for gaming, go single plat, but what do you guys think? Hmm. I could see Amazon swooping in, grabbing it. I don't know. It's a lot of money, though. Well, not for Amazon. Yeah, but again, Amazon's got they're they're doing TV and Prime Video, and yeah, you know, I could that's where I can see them benefiting from the movie and gaming rights as well. I do think Sony's better positioned for it. You know, I I I know Lord of the Rings has like a cult following, but. Is that even like popular anymore? In oh yeah, Lord of the Rings. Dude, those yes, those extremely. movies. <laughs> that those were a long time ago. Dude. That was a long time ago, though. I just watched all three of them again for like the nineteenth time about a month ago. <laughs> I yeah, love what, Lord of the Rings. So when did those come out? Like fifteen, twenty years ago? Is that right? Uh, 10, close 10, to 15? that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what and have they, they had still since? pulled up very well. Yeah, I and guess. they're they're making a new TV show for it. So you know, yes. I used to love the cartoon. How long did had. Halo come out, Rob? Huh? When did Halo come out? Huh? Twenty years they're, ago. They're making a TV show on it. <laughs> Yawn yeah. fast. Uh, so, I mean, somebody's going to pick it up. It? There's there's no way that IP just sits around on nothing. You know, maybe Sony will pick it up. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, they have Spider Man. The movie rights to Spider Man. Yeah. Um, and if you guys ever want to find out a, like an interesting story, go look at, go read about that. How Sony ended up with just the movie rights to Spider Man. <laughs> I got, I got, I got to ask a question. So, jump. I'm going to jump us off topic because Rob's bored. 
So I'm going to challenge you, Rob. Get ready. Oh and I thought this I was going to ask you the other day uh, on our on our Sunday show, Bron, but I didn't have time to talk any longer. So we talked about, and we've talked here now about acquisitions, whether stuff's going multi-plat, whether it's going to be exclusive or not. I'm curious now, because we, we've been sitting on the side of we're getting stuff. Okay. And then Sony bought Destiny and we're still going to get Destiny according to what they're saying. So we as an Xbox, what, what acquisition now, what act, uh, what acquisition could Sony do that would hurt you as an Xbox slash PC gamer? If they, if they purchased something and made it exclusive to, to PlayStation, what would hurt you with what's available out there? I don't know if there would be anything directly to hurt me, but I know like a couple of things that would just turn stuff upside down. I mean, if they bought Epic Games, right? That I think that'd be huge. Ubisoft. If they bought Ubisoft as a publisher yeah. and made all that stuff exclusive, that would kind of hurt, I think. Or I don't see this ever happening, but you know, another thing is uh, like Roblox. I don't know if it's. I don't think Roblox is even on PlayStation. You know, I'm just trying to think of like. You play Roblox. You play Roblox. I used to when my son was little. Yeah. But you don't now. I'm talking about you personally. Yeah. If you were to lose access to something on Xbox that you currently have, because I mean, a lot of Sony fans are sitting in that right now. Are they going to lose Call of Duty? Are they losing Overwatch? Are they losing Diablo? I mean, that's the questions they don't know. They really don't have those answers for certain. Yeah. And what if, what if it happened to us where it was something that was established that you love, you love this franchise, you love this game. This is something you look forward to playing on your Xbox. And all of a sudden they said, Sony buys them. You no longer have access to it. Okay, so for me personally, if if it were to happen, let's say that they bought Bethesda, that would probably I, I wouldn't like that. But I, I know but that's, that's not a possibility, that's, right? Right. But I'm talking about for, in in today's world, what's out there? For other things. I mean, I most of the games Splinter that I cell. like are their Microsoft properties. That's like all I play anymore. I mean, yeah. they got Bethesda, you know, the Forzas and stuff, you know, the other stuff. I mean, I don't know. Um, Ron, what, what about I, I EA for you, Ron? Yeah. Well, so I, I was going to say, like, I I mean, Splinter Cell would be one. If they bought, bought up, Splinter Cell, and I said we're going to make Splinter Cell, and it's going to be exclusive. That would be a bummer because I love Splinter Cell. But I'm trying to which, think of like which mainly would, which would be Ubisoft, which would be or like Ubisoft, any Ubisoft game because I play a lot of their games. Like, can you imagine Assassin's yes. Creed only being I'd, PlayStation? Or I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd Rainbow, have to go. You know, I would jump Ghost on Recon. the Ubisoft thing. Yeah, yeah, Ghost Recon games being only. Yeah, the so the Ubisoft would be, would be that would be the painful one for me because. I do play a lot of their games. Right. Um, and if I lost those, that would suck. 
yeah. that really would hurt. Um, EA, I don't think I would care as much because there's, I really don't, uh, I don't play any of their sports stuff and I don't really know of anything outside of um, Star Wars. Well, Titanfall. That's in Titanfall. Yeah. If they make a Titanfall 3, that would, and that was exclusive to Sony, I'd, I'd have to go buy a PlayStation because it's Respawn. To me, Respawn is, I think Respawn's my all time favorite developer. They, they have, they have never made anything that sucks. I, everything they make turns to gold. Um, you know, Except I, I like Apex. Whoa. <laughs> I like, that. I like Apex uh, a lot. I think Apex Legends is a great game, but I tied my horse to the, to Fortnite. You know, it was just like, I can't, I couldn't do two battle royales. I'm just like, I got to do one, you know? So that's the only reason I don't play Apex. But when I was playing it, I really liked it. Um, and if my kids weren't doing Fortnite, I would have probably just played Apex. Made the switch. Um, I like how you bash their anti-cheat Apex. You're talking Apex's anti-cheat, Rob? Or no. Because they use easy anti-cheat, which is made by Epic. No, I, was, I was thinking more Titanfall. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what they had in that one. Apparently Titanfall's online got basically shut down because yeah. Yeah. They it just couldn't keep up with Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, that that's that's hackers and that's not yeah, that's not the dev. I mean those games were amazing. So but it, it's just yeah, it's interesting to think about I kind of thought we should reflect what would it take to make us be real upset or mad at Sony for buying, you know, like they bought, okay. So they bought, they bought quote, they quote acquired destiny. I mean, if destiny goes away, I don't care. Like it doesn't, I mean, I know there's Xbox gamers that would be hurt by that. Um, and if it just went exclusive to PlayStation, but that one doesn't affect me. I'm like, whatever Ubisoft, that would hurt. Um, EA, maybe, um, a take two probably would hurt. Um, you know, because that would include like Rockstar and I mean, and I don't play a lot of their games, but there was um, there's a lot of stuff that Take Two does that I do like. Um, I'm not a, I don't care if they get Square Enix, um, you know, because oh, I don't think, you know, Square Enix. There's a couple of games. I mean, I like some Square Enix games, but. I mean, they kind of, they don't own Square Enix, but they already pay so much money to keep those games on their platform <laughs> only now, which I think is, I mean, to me, that's even worse. I think, I feel like that's worse than owning an IP and making it exclusive is literally paying extra money to keep it away from people. That that makes you look bad, I think. I don't understand why people think that's okay. They think it's a smart, I mean, yeah, okay, it's smart business, but. <laughs> it well, it for, does make it looks like makes you look really anti-consumer in my mind. So for the TXL crew, we don't want to see Ubisoft yeah. go away to Sony. <laughs> yeah. I'd so, almost would have preferred Microsoft to buy Ubisoft, still do the same thing they're doing with Activision. Yeah. The Activision thing, like, well, we said that in the shows, like when they did get Activision, I'm just like, yeah. I mean Diablo is yeah. the only thing I care about there. <sighs> That's that's in, my in main one too. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't really care about Call of Duty or the rest. 
Ubisoft is the one that would hurt, even though these games seem to be repetitive and, you know, rinse, wash, repeat, just put a new coat of paint on it. I, there's still, I don't want to see them go exclusive. That, right. But that would be the one to hurt. So, yeah. Speaking but, of right. Diablo, real quick, there's a game that's releasing, I think, tomorrow on Steam called Lost Ark that's uh, supposed to be pretty good. The interwebs are a flutter with all sorts of hype about it. Might want to check it out. It's free to play, also, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, they have founders packs that you can buy. There's a bunch of different ones from like 15 all the way to like 99 bucks. Hmm. But uh, you really don't need them. They're just good this, for playing uh, early. An Amazon game? Um, Wasn't this one of those I th- from him? I think they might be tied to it or something. I really don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it was just, <laughs> it is. This yeah. is one of the two that. I was just looking at this, and uh, what's the other one they did? It was in one new of the World other stories. Oh, new, yeah. Yeah, so this is an Amazon game. So. New. But it's supposed right, to be pretty cool. You guys keep talking. I'll be right back. Yeah, New yeah. New New World. I, I mean, I bought New World. New World's fun. It's really good. It's their MMO. Um, yeah, this I'm one's like a at. Diablo MMO. Again, it's on the Steam store. Uh, earlier today, I preloaded it. I, I think it, I don't know when it's releasing. It's either tonight or sometime. Tonight. Oh yeah, free to play February eleventh. Yeah, and if you get the founders pack, you get it a couple days early. So I think if you get the founders pack, you can play right away. It's been out for some time. I think what in Korea, maybe oh Russia. My gosh, it is a Diablo clone like no other, yeah. isn't it? That's crazy. Yeah, we'll just watch some of the videos. It looks good. Looks really good. Oh, their founders but, uh, pack is only like fifty bucks. Yeah, the entry one. Yeah, supposedly by getting that entry founders pack, it comes with I, it's some kind of currency or something that helps you progress a little bit faster. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, and I was watching this one thing of like, you know, which pack should you get if you were to get a pack? And it's it's like if you're a casual player, probably skip all of them. If you're going to be into it a little bit, get the, the cheapy. But, you know, if you're an all-in, you want everything, go nuts. Get the big one. Blow 100 bucks. Huh. But, yeah, yeah, I think I might download this try this out yeah absolutely try it out and then you even know if it's even worth 15 bucks yeah oh cool yeah I will so veteran so wait which one's next here evil phil yeah yeah i'm not exactly sure what that was other than people saying phil spencer's too nice yeah so I basically saw it as, uh, you know, people, particularly the air quote blogger journalists, are just looking for some kind of goofy story, right? Oh, yeah. They were saying, you know, ask Spencer about his rep among gamers. Is his, um, he said that to some he seems too complimentary of competition, too generous with services like Game Pass. 
Um, and and Spencer joked, "You're looking for the evil Phil." Yeah. So and I kind of look at this. I'm like, you know, typically people who are humble and and are like that, it's because they are, you know, pretty much they're 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 blessed. They're on yeah. cloud nine. They're doing well. They're not pinned up against the wall. They're kicking butt and taking names. Like that's, you know, that's the way you kind of want to be. Right. Well, the Um, thing is to be good at what you do, whether it's a person company or whatever, you don't need to bash people, right? You don't need to like, you know, knock people down, knock companies down to make yourself look better. You just do whatever the heck you do and you're awesome and you do it awesomely. Yeah. And then it just shows and he's done a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. You're funny. You're saying like, you know, you know, somebody on the press or whatever, you know, Steven Tillo, is that who that is? Where was he at before? Where he, you know, where he wasn't he Kotaku? Kotaku? I don't know. Kotaku is just a, uh, sorry. I I guess I don't want to knock people down or that, but that website there is probably right up there with the worst website as far as you will do exactly the way they want you to think, say, and feel about gaming or else you are a horrible person. That's the way that site comes off to me. But I mean, you're right. Like here, it's like, Oh, so you, you want evil feel. It's like the internet has to have somebody or has to have you like being that way. Like you have to pick a side. You have to be nasty. Yeah, and they want something scandalous. Yeah, they they want you to be a jerk, and it's just like here's a nice guy, and it's just like, why are you nice? Why aren't you horrible to your competition and and people in the industry? And it's kind of like, really, you want me to be a bad person? I don't, I don't get it. But then they, if he was, then they'd be like, oh, Phil's such a meanie. Yeah, yeah they, yeah, the the bad stories, the hate. Hate sells, man. That's what it's all about nowadays yeah. is make, you know, you got to have someone to hate. Get some yeah. get people riled up and then write about it. And it's probably, it's funny because it's probably he's making it hard for them to hate him. Because, you know, most websites kind of lean one way or another. Like you, you can go to certain sites and find out which way to lean. Some lean Xbox, some lean Nintendo and some lean PlayStation. But it's like, you know, who's the one writing the article? And what site do they lean? You know, where do they lean? Because they, they're, they're probably just having a hard time finding a reason to hate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm being serious. Like, that's probably yeah. what it is. It's like, oh, man, we can you stop being nice? We can't figure out a way to bash you on Twitter. Like, you're making us like you. Nah. Like, why are you making sense? <laughs> it's like, that's the funny thing about it. So. But yeah, we don't want evil Phil. Or do we? I don't know. You know, some people that are really, that are super nice like that. You know, usually if they turn, like they're <laughs> like, they're like, you know, Darth Vader level. Maybe there was a transporter accident years ago. <laughs> and Phil got split into evil Phil and good uh, Phil. This is good Phil. Evil Phil is somewhere. Maybe he flicked he flicked the evil Phil off the shoulder and he's only got good 
good feel on the other shoulder telling him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's funny. Sorry. Then uh, on uh, the alpha ring of the updates, alpha insiders, you can now take that mysterious button. (laughs) What button? Two thirds of the show here didn't know what we were talking about initially. The share button. Right, it's in the yep. middle of the controller, not my controller, not my Elite One controller. It's not there, but you can go in the Xbox Accessories app, and then um, you can just remap it to do things other than sharing, I guess. Because yeah. apparently, sharing is not caring when it when it comes to your sharing button. Some some people don't like to use that. I mean, that fe- maybe people don't like to use that feature and they'd rather just yeah. have it do something else. So it's either it's a waste of a button. So why not give the people a choice to map it to something else? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and apparently you can map press, hold, and double tap. So that's like three different ways you can do like, like they have some images here, like uh, player pause media. couple other things i throw can i map it to a grenade button a grenade pineapple how about you and grenades (laughs) yeah i like my grenades oh my gosh you like giving grenades to your teammates like dropping those those grenades in an hour defend so speaking of moronic cow you see that man's going to be a father don't you oh yeah yeah. <laughs> Good Congratulations. Congrats. It's another one. There goes your game our time. Little, our little Kyle has grown up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there goes your gaming time. You're going to really love those 8 to 12 hour games now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, at least now there's quick resume after you change that diaper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Then uh, there's some news that came out yesterday or today. I don't remember which day it was, but uh, we talked about it a long time ago of wanting Wolf Among Us 2. And here we are, 2022, like 47 years later after Telltale shuts down. Or it's not that long, but um, it was the last decade that they did sh- that they shut down. But uh, they're coming out with Wolf Among Us 2. It looks very much the same. It's got the same kind of feel. And when I say the same, I don't mean it looks exactly the same. I think it looks better. I think the art or the graphics look a little bit better. Uh, the big question in everybody's mind is really... Is this going to be multi-plat? Is it, is it going to stutter? Is it going to be like jaggy? Is it going to crash? Who is knows? it a new engine? Because if it's not, then I would not even touch it. Yeah, they probably ported the engine from Android or some stupid oh, thing sh- like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Wolf Among Us 2 is coming out. It's going to continue the story. So what, what was the name? Bigsby, I think. Bigsby was uh, the big bad wolf, and he's now like a cop or, or something in New York where all the fairy tale characters are hiding out. And as I think I mentioned, actually, it wasn't here. I think it was before we started recording. There's going to be an Expanse one, too. So Telltale is rising from the ashes to some degree. 
We'll see how this goes. And I think it's coming on next year. I think, wasn't it a 2023 release? Yeah. Correct. So, and then what? There's some Apex Legends. What is this about? I know we got some Apex Legends fans in the the group, in the community. So I just thought I'd mention this at Apex Legends. Defiance is here. They've got a new limited time control mode. They're bringing in Mad Maggie to the game, and uh, you can unlock some uh, award or rewards just for logging in during their third anniversary celebration. Um, but they're just going to be three years, and they're introducing the new mode, a new legend, and giving away rewards. Um, they said more than before in the past. So for a limited time, you can try out the control mode. It's a nine v nine battle. And you team up to punch the enemy's squad's tickets. Then with each squad choosing legends individually, you'll get to combine the legends abilities in ways not seen before. You don't have to worry about racing to a respawn beacon. Victory is attained by possession of control points. Respawn as many times as you like and learn the move set of every legend. Yeah. So. Like a capture yeah. flag or control. Yep. Control. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, week one, let's see. Um, let's see here. So to celebrate, they're giving tons of awards to players who log in within the first three weeks. So February 15th to the 22nd, you can unlock Octane and receive three Octane thematic packs. From February 23rd to March 1st, all players unlock Watson with three of her thematic packs. And March 2nd to the 8th, you unlock Valkyrie and receive not only three Valkyrie thematic packs, but a legendary pack as well. So there you go. Get one character. You've been in Apex for a while. You might want to check it out. Yeah, I don't have Watson yet, but I got the other two. Okay. All right, that's it for the discussion. And we're not going to go over the retail releases because we don't have any list. (laughs) And that's yay, there isn't a list. All right. (laughs) It's too long to repeat a second time. Yeah. And that's it. That's it for episode, what is it, 642? Yeah, look at that, 642. Yep. Um, I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Brun, BJ Swick 33 have a good night. I'm Mark, AK Wingman709, taking off.